The Adola Magic City growth turn is about 135,500 tons. Generally speaking, it's three times of Titanic. To me, it's the biggest milestone since Admiral Zheng He's treasure ships in Ming Dynasty. This ship is going to make waves, not only in China and not only in the waters around China, but around the world. If I say European Union can make Airbus, so they're probably going to invade the whole world. I don't think that's correct because Airbus, for example, uh, they are not designed to make Cobra maneuver. Similar, electric cruise ship, you know, they have to be slow, stable, and uh, you know, comfortable. It's very different parameter required than like a uh, aircraft carrier or like a battleship. You're comparing a whale to a dinosaur. They're basically incomparable. So I don't think those criticizers they really understand the core spirit of Chinese culture. That is harmony and peace. The Chat Lounge. Chat Lounge. Chat Lounge. The Chat Lounge unpacks views and opinions on hot issues in a more casual way. Welcome to The Chat Lounge. I'm Tu Yun. Joining our discussion on Adora Magic City, China's first homegrown large cruise ship, Art, Chief Designer of the cruise ship, Dr. Chen Gang, also General Manager of China's State Shipbuilding Corp, or CSSC Shanghai Wai Gaochao Shipbuilding, the builder of Adora Magic City. Dr. Chi Chang, Research Fellow of Global Issues, Beijing Foreign Studies University, and Harvey Zodin, Senior Fellow at the Center for China and Globalization. A warm welcome to you all, gentlemen. So apart from Dr. Chen, I understand Harvey and Dr. Chi, you both have the experience of traveling on cruise ships. Can you first share with us your cruising experiences? What's the fun in it? We can obviously travel faster by airline, right? Shall we begin with Harvey? Okay, well, sure. It's such a pleasure to be talking about such a wonderful topic when we usually discuss things that are much more serious and much more, well, I guess, draconian mm. and where we're sailing in very rocky waters. But here we're sailing in uh, blue waters uh, that also are uh, very exciting to be in. So for me, the magic of cruise ships very easy to explain. It's so relaxing. You have essentially a luxurious, usually, hotel mm. that's floating uh, in rivers, on oceans, and so on. And everything is there. And so you get on the boat and you have few or any worries because everything is provided for. Of course, for cruise ships, it's not one size fits all. There's a lot of different kinds of ships. So it depends what your motivations are and what your situation is. There are romantic ships. There are ships that are kid friendly. Uh, there are ships that go to exotic ports of call. And uh, so there's many variables and people usually study very carefully about the cruise ship. And I suspect that we'll discuss today what kind of cruise ship this is going to be. Right. Because it is the case that one size doesn't fit all. And I think we're going to discuss what the planning was, what the marketing intends to be, mm -hmm. and how uh, the company intends to uh, fine-tune this wonderful first 
Chinese cruise ship. Do you have any experience of nausea or something like that? No, no. I mean, we're we're not talking about the Titanic. Let's face it.、Uh, we have so much modern technology that there's no worries about being on cruise ships at all.、Mm. And on this ship, it's state of the art. It has 5G and has all kinds of modern bells and whistles that few other ships, even modern ones, have. So no, and I'm a person. I don't know how to swim, but I have no problem getting on a big boat and floating for thousands of miles or kilometers to different parts of the world.、Mm. It's just such a relaxing experience, and you can just let yourself go. Whether you let yourself go exercising, tanning, eating,、uh, listening to lectures, dancing, depending on the ship and what it provides. There's almost everything, so you have to decide which ship is right for you.、Mm. And there's so many variables, like I said. But I have no fear at all. Right. And I've、uh, been I've been on ships, but they're always stable. Yeah, more stable than being up at thirty five thousand feet, like I would just was for twelve and a half hours coming back from China to Vienna.、Mm. And、uh, cruise ships are more stable than that. I guess Dr. Chen will explain more later on in the show. But Dr. Chu, what's your experience in cruising? Well, I do have experience in cruising, but very differently. I used to, you know, have been part of the,、uh, you know, cargo ship、mm. and、um, also some expedition ships.、Um, but、uh, you know, to some extent, it's the same. Actually, from、uh, 100 years ago,、uh, I think、uh, this kind of entertainment has actually been evolved、uh, right. a lot. For example, Titanic is more like a five-star hotel. On the ocean,、uh, on the sea, but recently, more and more, you're expecting a Disneyland on the ocean.、Mm. So、uh, you've been seeing more of this happening. So, from my view,、uh, when I'm sitting on such a cruise, I, I will have have the expectation because everything must be holistic. Everything must be comprehensive and systematic. What does that mean? For example, you're not looking at the ship. Everybody knows that building a ship is not that hard according to current technology.、Mm. But when you are On board on such a luxury cruise, you're expecting more than just a boat, more than a hotel, and more than than combined together. It's just one plus one expectation is larger than two. They're on the ocean, and you are experiencing, you know, very exotic views, and you're hoping you get some fun beyond the luxury hotel and the luxury, you know, fun park. So everything need to be run in a systematic way. You need to not only solve the、uh, cruising issue, sa- sailing issue, but also you need to take,、uh, you know, into consideration about how to put all kinds of accommodations and equipment of a hotel on- inside of it, and、mm-hmm. even some Disneyland、uh, equipment onto that. For example, you need to have the.、Uh, Water slide. You need to have all kinds of amusement park equipment,、mm. and also、uh, operation. I think is another important issue on on board. So it's just more complicated than just to run a boat. Right. It,、uh, you need more than a captain and more than a second chief, and you need a very comprehensive operation. Sometimes, you, even though you have a very luxury boat, a very advanced boat, but still it can be a boring trip. But sometimes. Even if your boat is was in certain condition, but also it can be a very fun trip.、Mm. So I mean, it's a very very complicated. I mean, different operations, different services actually decided、yeah. uh, a lot. And also, of course, new boat, larger boat, and a faster boat always will please the guests.、Mm. Because of its complexity, I think that's why we need、uh, some 
designer like Dr. Chen to solve the whole complex or puzzle. And both uh, Dr. Chi and uh, Harvey mentioned Titanic. Indeed, um, when it comes to cruise ships, uh, people very easily would think about uh, Titanic. But I bet Adora Magic City would be much safer than Titanic, right, Dr. Chen? I understand uh, Adora Magic City is reportedly over 320 meters long and some uh, 37 meters wide. So can you give us a, a rough idea of how big the cruise ship is? I learned it's a, nearly about a six standard football fields, right? Actually, for all the crews, just uh, describe how large is based on the, the uh, gross GT. Uh, it is calculated based on the, the closed volume of one ship. Right. It's uh, totally different from the uh, CAC ship. CAC ship is just uh, calculated by the dead weight. Yes. Uh, how many tons they can transport. Uh, so Adola Magic City, the, the um, gross ton is uh, uh, about... Uh, 135,500 GT. Mm. Generally speaking, is three times of Titanic. You just talk about it. That's uh, huge. And uh, it can uh, accommodate up to more than 5,200 passengers uh, with uh, 2,125 the guest rooms. Mm. And for the public area, this is a normally when operations, the guests are just uh, living and, and uh, uh, take relax in the public area is more than 40,000 square meters. Mm. is so large. That's quite massive. And uh, at this uh, inauguration ceremony, Fan Jingshu, a female national honorary title-winning archaeologist, served as the naming ambassador of Adara Magic City. So why was Ms. Fan chosen for the inauguration? Yeah, actually, firstly, it is traditional for the shipbuilding and the shipping industry. Mm-hmm. When a new ship, before delivery, just invite uh, one lady, act as a good mother, take part in, act as a layman ceremony, which are called the good mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, the, the uh, Miss Fan is uh, a lady of a high reputation in China. And uh, on the other hand, Ms. Fan actually uh, working in Dunhuang, as you know, for Magic City, this uh, cruise ship, uh, when we designed uh, the, the, uh, the painting, the, some joints is based on the Dunhuang joints. We ex- extracted it from the Dunhuang, so some, some idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, actually, it's, uh, it's our great honor to invite Ms. Fan uh, act as a layman, godmother. And uh, she accepted is our great honor, actually. Right. She, she brought in some traces of uh, traditional Chinese culture. And uh, actually, yes. China was, was able to build aircraft carriers domestically years ago. It also overtook South Korea to become the world's number one shipbuilder in annual shipbuilding orders a, a couple of years ago. So some people are asking, why isn't the country able to deliver its homegrown large cruise ship until now, Dr. Chen? Uh, uh, firstly, I, I think uh, it's very difficult to compare the, the aircraft. You just talk about the, for the ship, actually for the aircraft carrier, 
ANG mm. uh, is also fabricated in China many years ago, but uh, for the, the cruise, actually, the total different the, for, for the design, actually, because there's so many passengers mm. just in one cruise for the, the design is a uh, is, uh, difficulty. The requirement uh, is, is so high. And uh, the first time for China to step into this, so there are many difficulties will be faced. And the second is actually the supply chain. The supply chain for the cruise, I think, is more complicated than the aircraft. It's also the global supply chain that supports the first cruise ship in China, mm. built in China. And the third is because this is a complicated project. Actually, the totally record is uh, around 25 million the pass for a cruise ship is five times compared with the, the, the uh, aircraft, uh, so complicated. And uh, so for the IT technology, is also is more important to support the, the project management. This is actually the first as uh, biggest project actually until now, all over the world actually. Mm, indeed. And Dr. Chi, I understand you've been following this industry very closely. And what's your observation there? Well, I think China has really made a marvelous uh, progress because traditionally everybody knows China is a terrestrial country. Uh, you know, uh, voyage on the ocean is not our you know best uh, specialty, basically. But uh, in the uh, past a few years, really, we're making a frog lips. For example, the wet shipping, uh, shipbuilding. Mm. Wet shipbuilding is like uh, the crown jewel in the shipbuilding industry. Usually, a very few country master that kind of the technology. For example, South Korea, mm. but right now China is one of the largest shipbuilders can use that technology already, and also China has been not only the traditional ships, but also the oil drilling platforms on the ocean, as well as we have the big cargo ships and oil cruisers, oil tankers, and uh, right now we got another. We collect all the crown jewels. The last piece is our luxury. Uh, tourism uh, cruise. Mm. So, uh, but it's not just an easy job like what we're doing uh, with aircraft carrier. Mm. Everybody knows we just bought one of the uh, you know old aircraft carrier. We learn from it. Mm. We mimic it. We take reference it, and we do in our own. And then we go beyond. Therefore, we have Liaoning, and then we have Fujian uh, aircraft carrier, right. and then we have Shandong. Shandong right mm. and now i think for the luxury cruise in china we have but probably followed a similar trail we know that uh, odora magic city is been take reference from the venice uh the venice cruise of the costa right and uh i think uh, we have doing more because uh, the size is even larger and accommodation uh for the crew members and uh, for the customers is even more and we have more of the uh uh, electronic systems on board, uh, better signal uh, reception and better, you know, integrated uh, power system and etc. So I think this is actually a solid move. And uh, you know what I believe? I believe in the next three years or five years, when China's domestic consumption market has been, you know, vitalized and mm. people try to upgrade uh, their consumption, people try to try new things because you know uh, the cruise tourism is really something new to Chinese market. When people really gets it and really knows what's the fun in it, I think China will develop something even bigger and even faster and even more luxurious 
than the current, you know, the champions. Uh, for example, the boat in the MSC, uh, the boat in the coast, and or the boat in the Silver Seas, or the Poland, you know, the world champion players in this uh, businesses. Mm. So you're very optimistic Can about. Can I add something? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I think that this is an amazing achievement. It's different, as has been pointed out, than uh, ordinary uh, ships that are used for other purposes, whether they're commercial or military. Right. And you have to really see it as a breakthrough in China's uh, shipbuilding and high-end manufacturing. It's really maybe the high watermark of those because this cruise ship is the world's most complex single electromechanical vessel. It has more than 25 million parts. That's five times the number of individual parts used in China's first domestic aircraft, the C919 that we've been hearing about. Yes. And it's 13 times the number used in the Fuxing bullet trains. So large cruise ships are among the crown jewels of global shipbuilding industry. And along with aircraft carriers and large LNG carriers, this is it. And this is going to make huge waves in the shipping industry, and it's going to make huge waves in China's soft power. Mm. So y- you agree with the, this opinion that uh, this cruise ship is a mile, new milestone for, for China's shipbuilding industry, right? To me, it's the biggest milestone since Admiral Zheng He's treasure ships in Ming Dynasty, which were bigger than these, I think. Mm. They were state-of-the-art, and I don't think that their size has ever been equaled. But I believe uh, that this ship is going to make waves, not only in China and not only in the waters around China, but around the world, because it's going to bring Chinese people to the world. And I think eventually it's going to bring uh, foreign tourists onto Chinese uh, vessels who can see that China is at the top of its game technologically. There's still a lot of chatter in the West about, you know, China cuts corners and doesn't do things technically well and all these kinds of attacks. But I think this ship will be living floating proof that that's not the case, that China does do these things very, very well. And I believe that um, there will be many, many Chinese cruise ships to follow. And uh, I'm really looking forward to taking a cruise on this particular ship because I think it's going to be mind-blowing. You're listening to The Chat Lounge. We'll have more on China's first homegrown large cruise ship when we come back. From the first day I was here, I just loved China. As Why well. China instead of other countries? That's the essence of China. Why the village instead of the city? When we talk about you know, rural revitalization. As China's rural revitalization continues, we talk to expats to find out their reasons for choosing to live in the country's villages for years or even decades. Everyone knew and everyone cared about See around them, people investing in that. They also share their experiences and views on the development and reconstruction of the countryside over the years. The village became much cleaner. So that was the best thing because all the families got back together. Learn more about what's going on in China's vast rural areas through my expat life in rural China, here on Chat Lounge. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Chat Lounge, and we're discussing China's first homegrown large cruise ship. You said it's a great accomplishment, but I bet during this process of building this ship, there were a lot of、um, difficulties for all parties involved to overcome. So, Dr. Chen, what was the biggest challenge in designing or building the ship? Uh, I think the the biggest difficulty is、uh, how to、uh, cooperate with、uh, all the supply chain.、Uh, the cruise ship is totally different、uh, from other cargo ship. For the normal cargo ship design, is the shipyard、mm-hmm. actually has the system integration.、Uh, shipyard just only collect、uh, all the、uh, information from the、uh, each supply for the equipment、uh, information, and then. Design this ship. We just call the shipyard in charge of the system integration. But for cruise vessel, actually the shipyard work together with so many. We just call is a turnkey subcontract. For each turnkey subcontract in charge of the dedicated system or area design and construction. That means from the design, procurement, and construction, shipyard act as the, the The whole、uh, contractor, subcontractor, were in charge of、uh, more than one hundred and ten turnkey subcontractor work together. How to coordination every day? I can tell you, data is every day there are more than five、uh, thousand worker work together. Some part from shipyard, some part from from each subcontractor. How to coordinate the so many、uh, parties working together? This is the、uh, most uh, difficult, actually.、Mm. So, how many companies or or countries are involved in this project? Uh, uh, we we were uh, is、uh, totally is around、uh, more than thirty countries and、uh, more than three hundred and fifty subcontractor or supplier to involve our the first、uh, cruise vessel. So as you just said,、uh, there are a lot of difficulties to overcome and a lot of parties to to coordinate. Then there comes the question: Why do we have to make this large cruise ship on home soil? Why can't we just buy them from the four European countries, namely Germany, France, Italy, and Finland,、uh, the only four other countries in the world capable of? Building such large cruise ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what、uh, your your question. What means?、Mm-hmm. Before、uh, China decided to step into the cruise shipping industry,、uh, the France and、uh, Germany and the Italy, they have three shipping company just involve the cruise vessel、uh, construction. But every year they can deliver seven to eight、uh, big size cruise vessels.、Mm-hmm. I remember is、uh, in 2015. Each person just estimate maybe after five or ten years, the total demand all over the world is more than ten large size cruise vessel、mm. every year. That's why we decided to step into because even for the Chinese marketing is、uh, also increase rapidly. At that time, each year the more than Fifty percent increase、uh, every year for the passengers' number in China, and、uh, and also、uh, for the、uh, also for the supply chain issues, for the normal cargo ship actually for Chinese ship shipbuilding industry, 
just through the around 40 uh, years development, the supply chain in China for cargo ship is good. Mm-hmm. But uh, we all the core is how to develop better goods and uh, equipment and the system to support the new demand for the uh, cargo ship or cruise. This is our local supply chain we are faced. That's uh, we, when we build the cruise vessel, it's also give our the local supply chain the uh, supply uh, direction how to develop the, the new product actually. Mm. Dr. Chi, what's your interpretation? Do you agree? We know the United States, which is you know the world leader in cruise revenue, is not producing them domestically. Oh yes, exactly. I totally agree. This is a milestone by by Harvey and by Dr. Chingang. Uh, this is actually not an easy job at all, mm. uh, because as I know, there's only like three or four countries can produce all kinds of jewels in the uh, ocean industry. For example, uh, what we mentioned about LNG tanker, uh, deep ocean submarine, and also offshore drilling tension lake platform, mm. as well as uh, the uh, luxury cruise ship uh, and uh, aircraft. Carrier and also wet shipyard uh, shipbuilding, and also ice breaking ships. Ice breaking is also very very difficult mm. uh, technology. So China is basically one of the three countries who can do all the things you know within one industrial system. So this is actually very very cherishable. But as you mentioned, also true, America is the largest uh, cruise ship uh, operation country. They have the largest. Uh, a piece of cake in this industry. They earn lots of the money, but they don't do it by themselves. But why is that? I think the ultimate reason is that this is a holistic industry. This is a whole business. You see, uh, have this technology and build this equipment is like the one, the number one. And then, how large can you make it? It's the zero comes after that, right? Mm. So, uh, for example, um, in the cruise uh, industry. China right now can build its uh, equipment, but does not necessarily mean in the whole services and operation we can catch up with the quality of international first tier champions. For example, as I mentioned, it's an on-ocean Disneyland. You can have the most luxury ships for sure, but is all kinds of entertainment provided? Is it really attractive? Is people feeling happy on board? Is the food it provided really good? So this will all decide how much you can charge for, you know, uh, the services. Mm. Uh, as I mentioned, you you need not only the top ranking engineers in the shipbuilding. Already, we have it, but you also need the top ranking service providers on board, entertainers on board, and also even beyond the ship, lots of other external factors decided how your services and how much you can charge it. For example, we have many cruise ships right now be uh, China Harbor home base. For example, some of the uh, a cruise ship are based in Tianjin port. Mm. But you see, Tianjin port is based in the Bohai Bay. And every time, if you will ride on the seven-day cruise ship uh, within the Bohai Bay area, based mm. in Tianjin port, you will spend the whole naval day just to travel outside of Bohai Bay before you go anywhere else, which means one day going in, one day going out. So seven-day trip becomes you only have five days on the ocean. So it can be very boring for the two days. So how can you do that, right? And if you are based in Hong Kong, if you go to the Hong Kong, Yatron, and the Singapore cruise, seven days, seven days, right? You have full seven days for fun on the ocean. So, so it's different with this Adora, Adora Magic City in the port of Shanghai? 
Yes. Yeah, Shanghai is another story. Yeah, Shanghai is another story. It's better than based in Tianjin, but also if we're talking about based in Singapore or based in Hong Kong, Kong or based in the port in Japan, we still have some, you know, multiplied factors to consider.、Mm. So all in all, what I have to say is that、um, if we want to be the champion, not only in the shipbuilding but also in the cruise business, we need to do more. And、uh, well, can build the luxury boat is the number one step. We have already done it, but still we have ninety nine steps after that.、Mm. You all、uh, try to explain the necessity from the perspective of business, but some people in the West they see it differently. The website of Forbes carried an article in July saying the civilian vessel is an overlooked. Amphibious assault challenge and can be used by China for military purposes. It says,、wow. quote, "quote unquote, if left unwatched, China's future cruise ship fleet will have the potential to carry out strategic coup de main anywhere across the Indo-Pacific." So, Harvey, how sensible is this assertion? This is paranoia squared, as far as I'm concerned. And I was shocked when I read this article.、Um, Forbes is a responsible publication. Forbes sponsors Forbes Global Forums, and I attended the one in Guangzhou a couple years ago that was also attended by world leaders.、Mm. So to have、um, a writer from a reputable、uh, publication like that to write this kind of stuff just plays into this whole anti-China. Narrative, because the writer was quite strong about the fact that he felt that China is building these cruise ships bigger, better, safer, with better lifeboats that handle thousands of people,、uh, in order to be able to launch amphibious invasions of places, including Taiwan. I think this is really a ridiculous assertion. And I did see another study recently by the Council on Foreign Relations, who meetings I used to attend when I was、um, at ABC in New York. It's a very responsible organization, and they just have a study that came out now that said China's increasing participation in building ports around the world is dual purpose with military. I think there there is a military application when you build. They have civilian and they have military purposes. But to charge that a cruise ship is being built for malevolent military purposes, I just think is part of the Cold War rhetoric. And now that article was written a couple months ago, and I have to say that in the last few weeks we've seen very, very hopeful signs, bilateral signs, that China and U.S. are talking. With each other on a very civil level. So、uh, your vice premier is now in the U.S. planning for a visit between、uh, President Biden and President Xi. I think things are getting better, but I think that there's still this chorus out there of、uh, cold warriors who are trying to do everything to derail China. And I think we have to keep this in perspective. I believe that this cruise ship is a wonderful. Accomplishment both for China's、uh, soft power and for China's reputation, and I think that this and the ships to follow have nothing to do with the military.、Mm-hmm. And 
I just am sad to see this kind of article. Mm. And Dr. Chi, what, what's your response? Are you surprised to see such um, speculation, I would say? Oh, I totally understand their speculation. I totally agree. You know, China has such a capability to build such a big boat carrying so many people, you know, to anywhere in the whole world. Mm. They're probably going to be some danger, right? <laughs> yes, the senior citizens and children and all the tourists, they shipped probably going to get very noisy. And you probably get, you know, annoyed, and also spend too much money, and the local people probably will laugh to death, right? <laughs> I think this is a danger. Of course not. Um, this is basically a very, very ignorant and arrogant accusation. To think about it, if I say European Union can make Airbus, so they're probably going to invade the whole world. Mm. I don't think this is correct because Airbus, for example, uh, they are not designed to make Cobra maneuver, right? They're not. To be designed to fight uh, to do the dog fight. Similar, a cruise ship, a luxury cruise ship. You know they have to be slow, stable, and uh, you know comfortable. It's very different. You know parameter required than like a uh, aircraft carrier or like a battleship. So this is basically two things. You're talking. You're comparing uh, a whale to a dinosaur. They're basically incomparable. And secondly, even if China has such a kind of technology and a capability to build. You know the the, the battleship and etc. But just imagine this, uh, just like Harvey just mentioned, uh, the General Zheng He used to do uh, uh, the the treasury boat, the largest fleet, more advanced than any other fleet in the any other country of the seri-、uh, same period of time.、Mm. But what did Zheng He do?、Uh, we never invaded any other countries or colonized、uh, any other countries. Even though we have the capability and the military forces to do so, but instead we do trade. We make friends, and only military capability they hold is to fight against the pirates, and、mm. that's it. So just consider this: when China has overwhelming power in the ancient time against you know the adjacent nations, against other nations, China hold the urge not to do anything evil. Why should China do it right now? Since there are many more advanced nations, and、uh, you know the whole world is very different currently. So I don't think the accusation or、uh, those criticizers they really understand the core spirit of Chinese culture. That is harmony and peace. Indeed, if China would do that, half of the world would be speaking Chinese today instead of English. The chat lounge. The chat lounge unpacks views and opinions on hot issues in a more casual way. Well, back to the Adara Magic City itself.、Um, the cruise ship was reportedly built、uh, based on the requirements of the Chinese market and the needs of Chinese tourists. So, Dr. Chen, how are these requirements and needs different from those of、uh, other countries or markets? How are they reflected in the making of the cruise ship? Uh, it can cannot、uh, simply to say is、uh, based on the requirement of Chinese market. It's、uh, just mainly focus on the、uh, Chinese passenger actually. They they were based on the Shanghai Harbor and transport、uh, Chinese people.、Uh, of course, including the foreign friend, based on the different line to service for the 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 two actually.、Uh, for the design actually, because most of the passenger were. Uh, will be Chinese people, so there are some Chinese cultural element will be incorporated into the design. 
of the Madola Magic City. Mm. The designs also should、um, satisfy the requirement for the class society, and the regulation for each port state requirement. Actually, this is、uh, the Magic City. The cruise is、uh, based on the, the global cruise line. Actually. So it's a little bit misunderstanding. So, uh, uh, because、uh, it will most of the pe-、uh, passenger will be Chinese people. So, for example, the the, the food supply, the the some Chinese stairs actually. Right. And what about other services apart from food supply?、Uh, the, 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 also, the some the, the tax free,、uh, the, the the goods will be the sales uh, uh, on board, uh, just like this, and some entitlement. Also, we invite,、uh, for example, the is、uh, the the talk show. In the recent three years, it was popular in China. So、right. we also just invite the talk show party,、uh, Chinese、nice. from Chinese,、uh, into the the、uh, magic city.、Mm. Well, China has become the world's second largest cruise consuming nation. But how big is this market, and what's The potential has the COVID pandemic dampened people's enthusiasm for cruise travel to to any extent, Doctor Chen. Uh, firstly, three years ago, the COVID、uh, just influenced the cruise.、Uh, firstly, uh, but uh, actually, uh, uh, the 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 design of the HVAC system for the cruise is 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 easy uh, to to uh, can separate if any. Emergency issues, just like the COVID, generally to speaking, is is management issues. For the design, the the, the cruise is very easy because there was already to is divided into many areas. For each area, the HVAC is 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 separately. So even next time the COVID will happen again. Uh, actually, the IMO already issued the procedure how to management it、uh, in emergency. It's easy, and、uh, for the the Chinese marketing,、uh, as I know,、uh, this year, uh, uh, even in, including our Magic City, because we already started to the, the ticket for the for the、uh, Magic City, the the, the business trip from next year. Right, the first the trip, yeah.、Uh, I think the, the ticket is sales、uh, record is very good. So I believe after two or three years after COVID,、uh, the marketing cruise marketing in China will recover. Have the tickets been so, sold out already for the maiden the, the, trip? The, the ticket for the the first trip、uh, is already、uh, start to sell. All right, Harvey, have have you got one? No,、uh, but I, I'm hoping to be one of the first passengers. And I have to say, I really hope that the operators of the ship, having done so much marketing research and research into what Chinese cruise passengers want, will continue to ask questions of the people who are on the ship, so that they can fine tune their concepts. Because a big problem in business often is people who do these things. Think they know better than the passengers or the target audience,、mm. and so it's very important to continue to survey the passengers. And the Chinese tourist cruise market; these passengers are, if ounce for ounce or kilogram for kilogram, however you want to do it, are the richest 
and most free spending people in our universe. And that's why, for example, this ship will have the largest duty-free store afloat in any, in any cruise ship anywhere. And I think Chinese people are going to enjoy, enjoy their shopping. And I think they're going to enjoy their food and the entertainment. And hopefully there'll be lectures from famous people and entertainers and from taikonauts and everything like that. But I believe it's very important to continue to survey the passengers on an ongoing basis to make sure they're getting what they want and to suggest things that maybe the companies involved never even thought of. Mm, good suggestion. And uh, Dr. Chi, what's your evaluation? Do you think it's a good timing for Adora Magic City to, to be set on its maiden trip uh, next year? Well, I, I think it's going to be a really great opportunity, just as Dr. Shinkan mentioned. Their first trip booking is marvelous. Um, actually, you see uh, the pandemic, they did change people's lifestyle, people's mindset. Mm. Um, you know, people recently, not only in China, but also in America and Japan and everywhere else, people are thinking, okay, we've been seeing this pandemic going on. We know people only live once, so we really want to enjoy our life. Just take a look at the current the consumption trend in China, mm. as well as in America, Europe. People try to get close to the nature. People try to go tour all around the world, to try to see the world with their own eyes, right? Mm. And they try to enjoy life, not by saving money and just work alone. So this trend will spill over to the you know cruise uh, ship businesses. People, you know, I know not only for the Magic City, but also people try to get on the ship to see the Antarctic. People try to... Uh, get to on the boat to see uh, Japan or to see the, the Arctic regions. Mm. So this become very popular. And secondly, in the bigger trend, um, every time when a national or when a nation and its GDP per capita gets onto the high income threshold, which is uh, fourteen thousand U.S. dollar per capita, usually the high end tourism, uh, for example, uh, the cruise ship businesses. We always see a booming. So people want to upgrade their traditional way to entertain themselves mm -hmm. rather than just having some good food, some good wine. They want to experience. They want to try something new. So when this two factor overlapping with each other, I think the cruise ship businesses and tourism and the, even the bigger hospitality, high-end hospitality industry in China we all see opportunities in the coming three or five years. Right. As Dr. Chi just mentioned, maybe Adora Magic City comes at a right time as the country's um, middle class is updating their consumption. Now China is able to build large cruise ships on its own. Are there any other weak links the country needs to strengthen? So that to develop the cruise tourism sector, like um, Harvey just mentioned, uh, we need to handle the operation of, uh, of Dora Magic City to a, a British-American uh, company, right? Why can't we do it ourselves? Uh, actually, whatever for the uh, cruise operation and uh, cruise uh, construction is a global corporation. For example, for the cruise construction, a shipyard cooperated with the European supply and the engineering company uh, the some engineering company just support us to do the basic design for the interior work, outfitting, mm. and uh, there's so many the supply from the, the the Europe, 
And for the, uh, the, the operation, actually, I believe it's similar as the, the shipping industry. For example, for the, the first the, the magic city, the, the, the cruise ship, the crew is we cooperate with the, the European shipping management company. They provide us the, the capital, the crew, and we also just uh, uh, employ many foreign servers to uh, act as the service people uh, on board. That's the in- international uh, industry. It's not a, it's no meaning just for, for all the people come from China mm. for the service. Actually. Mm. But, but do we have to strengthen any aspects to develop the cruise tourism sector right now? Uh, I think uh, for the future, for the uh, cruise construction, uh, the things we should do is uh, just invite the international supply chain just to become, uh, come to China, just become the, uh, the local supply chain. This mm-hmm. can uh, uh, save the cost, actually. Right. And uh, there also there are some Chinese local supply chain just enhance the quantity uh, and then can be applied in the cruise vessel. Mm. Well, the the delivery of China's first homegrown large cruise ship is really eye-catching. And uh, a colleague of mine is planning an overseas cruise trip on the ship after retirement already. As um, Adora Magic City is about to start its maiden voyage in less than two months, as Dr. Chen just mentioned, what would be your advice for the first-time cruisers on it? Shall we start with Dr. Chen, please? I think this is uh, uh, Dr. Chu uh, <laughs> answer the question. It's better. All right. Dr. Chi? Uh, before the passengers? I mean, yeah. um, well... The do's and don'ts. Oh, yeah. Because uh, everybody will have very different demand for, you know, or appetite for the cruise trip. Yeah. Um, you're married, you're a young couple, you're a single traveler, or you're a senior citizen, you're with your children... Everybody would be very different. Um, and I think you need to read the brochure and uh, read all the indicators and informations on the uh, travel platform and also the uh, uh, the website of the cruise company. Um, they will have very clear descriptions about uh, how many cabins they have, what is the ratio uh, to the passengers and the crew members, and how large is the room. Uh, for example, if you want to book the room, I suggest you, uh, if you can afford that, Always book the the room with a balcony or at least with a window, because smaller ones can be a little bit uh, you know uh, tiny, mm. and the feeling will just reduce a lot. And also uh, try to you know look uh, on the website to find out what kind of food they provide. Uh, for example, are they providing Chinese food? I know there are many international players. Uh, they provided the very good Western food, but Chinese passengers probably would not like it. But some others, uh, even though the cruise ship is not that advanced, but uh, they provided very good Chinese food. For example, the uh, China, uh, the Chinese merchants group, they have a, a, a middle-sized boat. Mm. Um, it's called a, a, a CM Eden, right? Their Chinese food is really, really good. So you have to look up there. Uh, you have to look up on that. And also, if you are really into that uh, services it provide, but you don't like the food, just to bring some, you know, instant noodles or some <laughs> other snacks you like mm. onto the board. And also try always to find out what kind of the services are free and which is charging. Uh, in some boat, everything will be included. You don't need to pay anything. For example, like I mentioned, on the uh, China Merchants Group's boat, 
you don't need to even to pay for the alcohol. Mm. You just drink and eat whatever you want, play whatever you want. But what they can provide is just a middle-sized boat, right? But for some other more luxury ones, for example, the MSC uh, Glory, that is probably the largest and the most glory cruise ship you can ever get. But many of the services are charged. Uh, you know, you have to pay extra dozens of U.S. dollars or hundreds of U.S. dollars for another extra activities. And you always have to find out, do they have extra, uh, you know, uh, facilities they have uh, to accommodate to your demand? For example, you are bringing your children. So are they children friendly? For example, some cruise ship does not welcome children under the age of eight. Uh, or some other uh, boat, they charge for the children's services. For example, if you and your couple would like to have some, you know, quality time, you want to entrust your children to the boat's uh, care, and they will charge for that. But some other, they, they don't. Mm. It's totally included. So you need really to go through the handbooks and the brochures they provided to find out the details they can provide. And also for the boat companies, um, you know, they probably also have a learning curve. For example, right now, many domestic uh, routes and domestic crews, um, I think they have accommodated too many of the passengers. But more and more, you will know the Chinese customer are really, you know, they really have the money. Let mm -hmm. me put it this way. Um, they can spend lots and lots of money in return for the really high quality of the services. So reduce the passenger's number, but also upgrade the uh, price and also increase the cruise member and the service providers on board, and they will pay for that. So I think this is my advice. Mm, very useful and detailed advice, I have to say. Um, Harvey, do you value food as the most important aspect to pay attention to? No, there's so many variables involved here. Right. And I agree with what was just said, and I just would say that there needs to be more of it. I think the company has a real responsibility to have the most comprehensive description of the services and what's included and what isn't included. It's really important for people to make a decision because as I said at the beginning, on cruise ships, one size doesn't fit all. Mm. There's so many uh, differences in the companies and what they offer and, and so on, as, as was just said. So I believe that um, people have to have enough information to make informed decisions. Beyond that, the company has a view of what it's doing, but does it have enough feedback from uh, the cruisers? Right now it has only feedback from people who've never been on this ship. Mm -hmm. But soon they're going to have real-time feedback uh, and also feedback uh, after the cruises. And if they do not follow the criticisms and if they don't uh, enhance the negative, uh, don't enhance the things that people don't like, and if they don't even improve the things people do like to make them even better, they're going to have a problem. So the customer is always right. And so they have to operate on that basis. I think they're starting off very well, not only with the big duty-free, but they have a water park, they have a brewery, uh, they use 5G, so uh, they uh, can communicate in, in real time instantaneously. Mm. But they'll have to take into account the experience because they're training a new crew uh, for these people. And uh, the crew... Uh, the 1,300 of them uh, will be maybe experienced from other ships, but every ship has its own 
personality. So it's going to take a while. So they need to pay special attention at the beginning to how people react. And they have to take it seriously because the people who come later are going to read their reviews and they're going to be on all kinds of uh, travel websites. So if they don't get it right at the beginning, they're going to have a very difficult time to attract the numbers that they want, not only for this ship, but for future ships. So I think you have to build a firm uh, foundation as well as a, a drop-dead state-of-the-art ship. Mm. Um, Dr. Chen, what, what is the personality of uh, Adora Magic City? What would be your suggestion? Dr. Chu already just explained. This is the first time for a Chinese company to build this uh, cruise vessel. And also is uh, the first time for a Chinese company to operate uh, this uh, cruise vessel. This is a learning curve. We should just uh, summarize all the issues uh, and, and uh, enhance as a the step-by-step step to increase our ability, whatever for the design, for construction and for operation. All right, refer to the suggestion and advice provided by Dr. Chu and uh, Harvey. I'm also looking forward to an around-the-world cruise trip as depicted in Jules Verne's Around the World in 80 Days. We've come to the end of our chat. Many thanks to Dr. Chen Gang, Chief designer and general manager of Shanghai Waigaochao Shipbuilding, a subsidiary of the State Shipbuilding Corporation, Harvey Zodin, senior fellow at the Center for China and Globalization, and Dr. Chu Chang, research fellow of Global Issues, Beijing Foreign Studies University, for sharing your experiences and views with our listeners. The show is available on all major podcast platforms. If you have anything to say about the topic or the show, drop us an email at radio at cgtn.com. I'm Tuyun. Thank you for being with us. We'll have more chat next week. Once upon a time, in a land not so very far away, stories were told of the brave and the bold. The whole court fell silent to hear what the great warrior Mulan might ask for. Of mighty deities and powerful immortals. Immediately, the shimmering skin started to grow before his eyes. Of fated love and love sanctified. In dawn's golden light, Mulan said, Marry me. Of great journeys across fantastical landscapes. So the cat and the mouse climbed on the dog's back, and the dog swam across the broad river. In the company of friends and enemies and unimagined beasts. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you. Of ordinary folk with tantalizing stories to tell. Heroes and heroines all. It's incredible. How did you do that? Tales of sad sacrifice and victories snatched from the jaws of defeat. Stories of the wise, the accomplished and the quick of mind. 5,000 years of amazing Chinese folk tales. You'll find Chinese Folk Tales Season 3 wherever you discover your favorite podcasts.